into his box. He just runs right in the pack. Oh, I wonder if he's got damage. Look at that tire. Almost went into the into the crowd as well. Almost went onto the front straightaway. Elio trying to get sneaky. And then... Laurie Rose, the two-time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. For our HMD Motorsports special this week, we are joined by Mark Marini, team manager. Mike, first race in the books, one podium. How's it feel to start off the Mid-Ohio weekend with uh, at least one of the guys up there? No, it's good. I mean, we had a, we had a tough day yesterday with uh, Linus, um, but uh, today Dave was on the podium, so that's all we can shoot for. Um, we know a little bit behind the Andretti cars here. Um, we were at testing but made some big gains uh, between our test here and uh, the race weekend and definitely made some big gains between Thursday and today. So uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I know uh, HMD cars were second, fourth, and sixth on the grid, and the Andretti cars were first, third, and fifth. So I think don't think you can ask for, for anything else um, from that side of things on the on the competitive night, competitiveness of the series. Uh, but, the uh, yeah, we just got to rebound tomorrow and see what we can do. Uh, Kyle took over the point lead by by two points over David, and Linus is only I think eight points back or not or ten points back. So, I mean, there's still a lot of ra- nine more races to go, so a lot of time. So Linus yesterday had a couple offs. Was that mainly just hasn't been here too much, not used to the car, all correctable for the most part? Yeah, honestly, he uh, he was here last year, and he in FR he won all three races. So um, as for track knowledge and stuff, I don't think I don't yeah. think that had anything to do with it. Uh, more or less, it was uh, it made a minor mistake. I think in turn nine or ten, dropped a wheel, tires were dirty, came back on in eleven, and went off in twelve. But just just locked up the front wheels, caught the grass, and it was soaking wet, and it just sucked them into the tires. And I mean, easy mistake. Yeah, it can happen to anybody. I've seen it happen to a couple drivers this weekend. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, he corrected it after the second one. Um, went back out, qualified right away. Today finished fourth. Good good points day. So uh, yeah. Third and fourth, can't be mad with that. So I have to ask the most important question of the weekend. The super trucks fight. Real <laughs> or staged? Or both? Some sort of combination? I don't know. I mean, I just saw it now on, on video. So uh, when a, one driver smashes another driver's helmet, I feel that's staged. But uh, maybe maybe there was something else said and chasing somebody with a fire extinguisher. I've never seen it before. So Yeah. Um, but that's pretty cool. Like, good, good TV. <laughs> I, was, I thought... It- I thought people were kidding because I was walking in the infield and they were like, "Oh, there's a there's a fight," and I'm like, "Nah, it's probably nothing." And I came back, I'm like, "Well, at least it looks cool." Yeah, they they asked me, "This is you see the truck during or the fight during the super truck race?" And I was like, "What? The campground or like where yeah. was there was two, the two drunk was guys? Yeah, yeah, two drunk guys fighting. I didn't know it was two drivers. So, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, you see everything when you come to Mid Ohio." Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So, for those who might not know, as a team manager, obviously you oversee all four cars, but. What do you, what are, what's, what's a team manager do? Uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, everything, <laughs> anything and everything. Uh, basically I have nothing to do with the cars on track per se. I mean, I, I always have a headset on if I have to jump in and, and maybe say something or correct something I will. Uh, but, uh, all the logistics leading up to, and during the race weekend, so hotels, rental cars, travel, all that kind of stuff. Um, registering the drivers, organizing the fuel, the tires, um, between Jody and myself, we take care of all that, all the invoicing, um, crash damage, insurance, money in, money out, any of the business side of it. But also, as we as we roll into next year and and uh, 
our plans. It's all about managing relationships, and we're already talking to drivers for next year. So um, it's I'm basically the go-to person, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, AJ AJ runs the performance of the cars and the crew at the shop. Um, so and then Nancy's running the engineering department. So there's basically three type of managers, I guess you can say. But then uh, everything kind of flows up, and I'm just I'm the voice to Henry and Christian. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today. So, it's not a bad place to be. No. So, motorsports-wise, your background, I know you've been involved in IndyCar and the road to Indy for a while, mm-hmm. so tell us a little bit about your background, what you've done previously, and anything 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 and anywhere you want to go with that one yeah i've been involved in motorsports all my life honestly uh i started karting when i was five i actually worked for rob howden at the shifter kart illustrated okay. howden media group for uh two years i believe yeah uh, i wasn't much of a desk job type of person so i got out of uh, got out of that and rob and i remain good friends and i mean he's he's doing uh wonders for the series so far so uh, i owned a karting team um we had plans to start it with uh dan weldon um, well, we had already had a karting team, but we had planned to expand with Dan, um, and, and this was all through 2010 and into the 2011 series, and basically uh, uh, that kind of came to a, an abrupt stop, but um, my my feeling or my, what I wanted to do was continue on, so I just continued on at a much smaller scale. Yeah. I grew it to, uh, to a pretty large business and then ended up selling in 2017. Um, but spotted for Joseph Dugarden, Marco Andretti, Sebastian Bourdais. Um, yeah, just a general do-it-all type of person. <laughs> so what haven't you done in motorsports? Drive the truck anywhere. <laughs> I will not get my CDL. I never want to do it. Um, I, I don't know. I, my idea of roughing it is a bad holiday in, like I said the other day. And uh, I never want to drive more than five hours. So, I mean, from Indy to Road America, that's about it. That's, just, that's it for me. Yeah, I think eight hours from here to Philly was just <laughs> long enough for me to like yeah I think yesterday I really struggled like I just like I felt like I was still like in like dazed over mode from driving yeah. all day yeah no it's uh I mean I drive here's easy it's three and a half hours from my place yeah. here so it's uh it's super easy and then um yeah I just get bored driving behind the wheel and then I get so many emails I feel like I get behind and it's just uh I get stressed <laughs> out driving but it's not has nothing to do with the driving side yeah. of it 
So, next year, how are things looking? What are your plans? And I know there's things you can say and can't say, so yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, no, uh, plans for car Indy Light program again, um, 100%. That's the goal. Uh, the team will remain this the team personnel, I should say, yeah. will remain the same, crew, engineers. Um, the plan is to try and keep everybody here, everybody, everything the same. Obviously, uh, we are under-resourced, I guess you can say, compared to the Andretti program based on what they have, but I think we've made huge strides from, from January until now. Uh, I think our off-season plans or our plans for the future are gonna help um, the Indy Lights program, so um, if we can have an association with the team in Indy Pro and, and possibly have some development drivers in the future, that could be something, um, depending what happens with the championship. I mean, if, if David wins the championship and moves up to IndyCar, yeah. um, hopefully you'll see the HMD global logos in, in IndyCar in the future. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all kind of up in the air right now, but we call the Indy Lights program kind of like the mothership. So um, that's the main focus this year. Um, the main focus going into next year and then kind of what expands from there will be uh, will be what it is. <laughs> Wrap it up with one last question here since it's the end of the day. You've got four drivers, all four very different types of drivers. So what are they like, you know, driving style, on the track, off the track, for those who maybe don't get to watch the road to Indy as often? Yikes, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna put you on the spot. With yeah, no, question. I think uh, that that's good. Honestly, it's uh, <laughs> David is like super calm, like a yeah. super calm person, um, except for when he gets stressed out. Like when he gets stressed out, it's like <laughs> the world's gonna end. Um, but he likes to chew his nails and make them bleed when he's stressed out. So <laughs> um, Benjamin is like super focused. Um, before he gets in the car, every single time he's stretching, juggling, kind of making his uh, doing it through his going through his whole routine yeah. um, where David's the complete opposite uh, Linus is, is focused I think Linus looks at a lot of data and video and he, he kind of uh, works super hard between the weekends uh, trying to get ready for the next race I mean he's been to these tracks before he's been to Mid-Ohio before Right. he's never done an oval before so I know leaving here on Monday they're going to be focused on getting ready for the oval video uh, all that kind of stuff and we have a test day planned on August 11th there okay. for, for, for those guys uh, Nikita's the same way. He's just like a fun-loving type of type of guy. I mean, he gets uh, he definitely pushes himself. Uh, sometimes pushes himself too much, but I mean, he's a he's a good good guy to have on the team. Not there's there's zero stress between any of our four drivers. They're they all seem to get along well. There was one problem maybe at Barber, like a minor issue. It was it was a nothing thing, and they talked about it and got over it. And yeah, it's been it's been a good year so far. Awesome, man. Well, best of luck the rest of the year, and look forward to seeing how HMD continues to grow. Well, let's see. Yeah, that's the plan, so thank you. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform, or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.